In this episode, we'll be tackling a question by Masatoshi. Masatoshi-san asks, Iranians say strange things that imply they would sacrifice themselves for you. Is there a history of self-sacrifice in Iranian culture? Welcome to Ask an Iranian. I'm your host, David, and I'm here with my co-host, Mohammad. Hi, I'm Mohammad. Our aim is to get answers to your questions about Iran and Iranian culture, or at least find somebody who can. Yeah, but you can also get the Iranian take on other things, like whether or not North Korea is a democracy. Well, that's kind of an easy one, Mohammad. Of course it is. So, this is an episode about the peculiar Iranian practice of self-deprecation. During the show, we explain some of the odd phrases by which Iranians suggest they'll go out of their way for you, like really out of their way. And also the way Iranians like to suggest their insignificance compared to you. Uh, We'll try to explain what these terms are, how people use them, and why. So listen on to find out more. Let's get on with the show. Let's get on with the show. Top of the morning, David. Good afternoon, Mohammed. Mohammed, I, I have a bone to pick with you. There's something I need to get straight. A little problem I have uh, with you from our meeting last night. We saw each other last night. We were mm-hmm. celebrating a milestone. Mm-hmm. 20,000 downloads. Thank you, guys. Oh, 20,000 downloads on our podcast. Yes, thank you, dear listeners, for supporting us. And yep. uh, we hope you continue to enjoy the show. Thank you. So, Mohammed, my problem last night, we were together and we kind of said goodbye and you didn't suggest that you were going to sacrifice yourself for me. I thought I was not going to kill myself at your altar, so probably I shouldn't say it. Is it wrong? Yeah, I mean, you know, what I'm talking <laughs> about here is I've gotten so used to this bizarre, uh, mm. bizarre happening in Iran whereby Iranians like to suggest that they're going to go massively out of their way for you yeah i mean like last night when uh, i said goodbye to david david said take care and i said yep and how rude the door. how and rude david is offended i was like well, why are you not grabbing for a knife and reaching for your neck uh for me why is that not happening Mohammed? probably i was not thinking that i should do the proper iranian gesture yeah well Maybe we should look at it like this. Maybe we should explain this phenomena, this strange Iranian happening through the words of Bartholomé, one of our listeners, Bart, who is French. And uh, here we go. Here's Bart. So, David, I remember when my colleagues in Iran used to talk over the phone about uh, many small things about the business. It was like a casual talk. But at the end, they were used to say And this melody was kind of uh, weird for me. I, I tried to understand I, I know what it means, but what does it mean? And then they laughed to me and they said, hey, it means I will sacrifice myself for you. And I said, uh, oh, all right, all right, that's fair enough. So thank you, Bartholomew, for your feedback. We asked quite a few people to help us out with today's show. But this this practice, Mohammed, so Gorbonet, I will sacrifice myself for you. Gorbonet is short for Gorbaneshoma Beram, Gorbaneshoma Besham. That is, uh, I am willing to be sacrificed for you. 
that means you're that important. And similar to uh, Bart, uh, I remember when I uh, first came to Iran and started learning Persian, I, I it was the same sort of odd response that Bart had, like, why would you say that? <laughs> like, why would you, uh, like, what's such a bizarre thing to do? It's It's a bit disingenuous because like literally I don't expect and I don't imagine anyone would literally sacrifice themselves uh, for me and maybe they would I'm uh, I don't know I highly doubt it though but um it was so strange for me like and and therefore like if you're not going to do it why say it well I think it's just uh, another exaggerated uh, subcategory of Tarof Tarof Mohammed we're back there again so Mohammed is self-deprecation uh, again probably it's rooted in um, like people's interactions with royalty and it has turned into standard practice today but also there might be instances of actual self-sacrifice in actual history tell me more about that one Mohammed. uh you might have heard about this order of assassins oh those guys no i haven't uh, okay so there's this Order of Assassins uh, established by Hassan Sabah during the Safavi era. Oh, and there I was thinking you were describing some manga cartoon. Okay. <laughs> These guys were this underground order actually going around and assassinating people. Look them up. Awesome, awesome historical stories you can find. Oh, the way, so, you, de- way you describe that, I'm uh, waiting for the uh, Netflix special. I am not sure if there's a Netflix special about this, but there's a there should be good number of uh, games in the series of assassins. You can play those. Well, anyhow, uh, this Hassan Sabah, the teacher, they also called him the Old Man of the Mountain. He had uh, dedicated followers who believed that they would go to heaven if they were killed on a mission or by the order of Hassan Sabah, their leader. So legend has it that the Shah sends his army to this castle to threaten Hassan Sabah into submission. Their commander came to Hassan Sabah in his castle in the famous, or rather infamous, Alamut Castle. I've been there. Oh, you've been there. Mm. So Yeah, I've definitely been there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, it's pretty close to Tehran. So David, if you've been there, uh, you actually stepped on the ground where this story happens. He invites the commander into the castle. So the commander told Hassan Sabah, if you don't submit, I got like, let's say, 10,000 men ready to kill you for the king. Hassan Sabah apparently ordered two of his followers to kill themselves. One stabbed himself, some say in the throat, some say in the chest, and one jumped off the castle. And he told the commander... Look at these guys. I got like 6,000 of these guys who are ready to kill themselves for me. So that is the instance of self-sacrifice in Iranian history. Now I'll be picturing that as and when I tell others that I'm going to sacrifice myself for them. No, but going back to the culture today, it is a practice of self-deprecation claim respect. Yes, so this form of self-deprecation, of which there are many examples, and we'll get to those later. I mean, there's many weird examples as well. The deeper sort of we went into this, the more we realized just how insane a lot of these are. But this this self-deprecation is a sign of respect or or means of respect. You're showing respect to uh, somebody else, so that falls in the category of the tar-off as we say, these, this means of recognition of the other party and showing your respect to them. But Muhammad, I think they fall into kind of two categories, or at least this is the way that I see it. 
as far as style is concerned. So the two categories would be, I would say, sort of uh, those gestures, as, as we said, uh, like, you know, the I will sacrifice myself for you or variations upon that. And the second way is a sort of a difference of significance, I guess, or at least you're sort of, we're talking about scales as in like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm nothing and you're everything or okay, you're yeah. big and I'm small. Mm-hmm. And there are or a lot of phrases. And I'm nothing or, or like of low value. Yeah. And I guess but in English, we kind of have similar things to this, but again, uh, we wouldn't use them in the same way. Yeah. I've never so, heard of so, yeah, you know, you know, who am I compared to you or, you know, or if somebody is uh, receiving a compliment about some work that they uh, have made or something that they've worked on an art piece, let's say. Um, someone says, wow, that's amazing. So they would say, oh, you know, I stand on the shoulder of giants. So th- those are the two areas. So, yeah, one is one is the the gesture, the very extreme <laughs> gesture. And the other one is is a sort of difference of uh, significance or, or scale. Um Mohammed, I think we should explore these and explain to our audience some of the, uh, the like some of these phrases that people use. And before that, I should explain that when you're learning a new language, as I once was uh, in Iran, you often learn like you know the words you shouldn't be using or the phrases you probably shouldn't be using. And in the reverse, I get this with Iranians coming up to me and saying like, "Oh, you know, you do this in English, mm. you say that," and and I'm always thinking to myself. Do we? <laughs> is that is that what happens? Um, and because yeah, they've really gone deep into learning the isms or the the ways, the expressions and whatnot. Mm. And uh, yeah, so in in a similar way to that, I picked up all of these obviously words I shouldn't be saying. And um, yeah, a lot of these weird phrases. Yeah, actually, I'm kind of like interested to know what you've learned. Yeah, so when people people say actually I I speak good Persian, that's very kind of you to say. I'm going to sacrifice myself to you guys that have said that. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I I often say like I I speak like khiabuni, like as I speak from the street, mm. which is not far from the truth because I think I learned a lot of Persian just chatting with people on the street or just mm. taxi drivers and just the you know the working class. So. Uh, the first part, gestures, things that people will do for you uh, mm-hmm. as a sign of respect, or at least yeah. they say they will do for you, and they will mm-hmm. definitely not be doing that. So mm-hmm. we said one earlier, so that was, uh, mm-hmm. as you said, Mohammed, it was... That means I'm willing to be sacrificed for you. That is probably the most dishonest thing we say today. Then the similar to that, I guess, and Mohammed helped me out explaining this one, Fadot Sham. Same thing. I'm gonna, same, yeah, exactly different way to say yeah, okay, different, yeah. uh, just different words. So I am willing to be sacrificed for you. And another one, Dorit Begardam. Mohammed, what's going on there? Literally, it means that I, I walk around you in a circular motion. And that is a way of um, expressing love for someone. And probably it's rooted in the Muslim practice of circling around the Kaaba in Mecca, basically implying that a person you're, you're telling this to is worthy of worship. You can look it up if I'm wrong oh, and anybody knows a better an explanation of that. Uh, we'll be happy to hear from you. Yeah, do let us know. So they are... Well, those were a few of the sort of gesture-related phrases. Um, and there's not as many of those as there are of the second part, as I categorized them, which is the um, significance or the sort of scale, as in you're big, I'm small, uh, of which we have a great many. And then they get really creative and weird. So some of the more common ones would be mochles, 
What is that, Mohammed? When someone says mukhlis, that is short for mukhlisam, that means that I am completely honest with you, truly or uh, sincerely, or my feeling for you is pure. And that is something you tell your peer or friend or some, like it's not really that formal. Now, it used to be formal at some point. Yeah, that's kind of straightforward. But the next one you're going to say... Chokerim. That is a little bit exaggerated. Yeah, what the hell is that? Actually, I'm not even sure what that is. Oh, that means a paid servant. <laughs> I am your paid servant. Yeah. Yeah. Chokerim, that's a bit sort of, you know, then we're getting into the realms of the um, a certain class of uh, Iranian where they're sort of starting to be a bit sort of... Uh, Gangster. I don't know how to, how to better describe <laughs> that. That's the OGs. Yeah. The OGs will be like uh, saying like, Chokerim. I honestly don't know either. But oh, well, before we go to that, there is also this Nokarim. Ah, Nokaratam. And, uh, like Nokaratam. That means like I'm your servant again. Yeah. And the one you said, David. What was what that? Chamanity. There you go. What That's does so weird. So I, well, I thought when when I heard this, and I still think this is the case, but Muhammad seemingly has a different take upon it. But chamanity, chaman is grass. So like, I'm your grass. So what I thought was happening here is like, you know, I'm so not worthy that you're going to be walking on me, and therefore and I'm, I'm, I'm the, the grass, grass beneath your, your feet. feet. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> chaman is actually short for chakerim, mochlesim, no karim. Oh, all of the three, <laughs> yeah, all of the all three of the that three we previously that we had. Wow, this is getting complicated now. Yeah. So there are a great many more. So these are, um, before, again, before we get on to the really bizarre creative ones. So, Tajasaramayin. Uh, mm-hmm, that means you're the crown over my head. Yeah. One of our friends has given us a few examples of uh, some other ones. So let's listen to Ali. They say you're the crown, the sultan, the column, the master. That means you're very dear. That's new. How bizarre. So thank you again, Ali, for your comments. Uh, One of the odd ones there was Sutuni. Sutuni? Oh, my God. I've never heard that one before. What What? is that? Like, that's that's pillar. Oh, yeah. Sutuni is a pillar or a column. Yeah. And it probably refers to being strong or important or erect i don't know <laughs> i'm not sure really. i think erect is precisely what was yeah. uh, was being said so let's move on to the the sort of part two addendum <laughs> like the the really insane ones so these are the ones what is so addendum is it latin uh, additional additional parts uh, to the mm. previous part so Mohammed and I asked a few people to sort of help us out mm-hmm. with additional ones. And thank you to everyone who um, gave their feedback. We got quite a few. We can't use a lot of them for various reasons, but thank you nevertheless. It seems that I know a lot more than most people about these. As I was saying, like coming to the country and learning all of the weird things first. Or other people are pretending to be this kind of like, um, yeah, probably. I don't know, intellectual class and they don't like uh, say these stuff that are uh, kind of like gangster streets. Yeah, so, so part of this sort of, this uh, change of significance or this, you're, you know, you're the big thing, I'm the small thing. Here, one, one of them, one of the bizarre ones here is Pustagorje uh, Vasata Dandunati. Oh, So, oh, Mohammed, just give us disgusting. Mohammed, would you like <sighs> to, if you're oh. finished, if you're I finished kinda... filling up airtime with beeps, oh. would you like to explain what the hell just happened? So most people oh. hadn't heard that one when I, they were like, Oh, this is the first time I'm hearing it. And I know. And like, f***ing disgusting. So oh. everyone was, people looking, like seriously paused <laughs> for like two seconds when I said that. They're like, you said what now? 
Oh, how come on just to get over it? I'm well, gonna have nightmares. Okay, so it's not it that bad. Like, <laughs> you know how you cook tomato or like eat you tomatoes, barbecue them, and the and the, like, the yeah. skin around the it goes a bit sort of kind of like is a little bit burnt. loose. Yeah, and uh, you chew on them, and probably a small piece of the skin <laughs> sticks between your <laughs> your teeth. This person apparently has declared that he's the skin that is stuck between his teeth after he has eaten barbecued. Yeah, so I'm only. I'm the tomato skin between your teeth is the uh, translation of that. Mohammed, if, if you're going to have that much of a violent reaction Dude, to each one, was, I think no, I maybe we should like stomp a, here. Yeah. Uh, the other ones, I think, are a little less uh, sort of gross. Uh, so the next one would be Geladura Lasticatim. Oh, the mud that is dried around the tire. Yeah, I'm the mud the around your tire or the around the tire. Oh. Very strange. Oh, I, I do remember a very, very gross one. Go on. And I heard it from a European. He actually learned there it from you Iranians. He's like me, picking up and, all the good uh, phrases. He said, like, thank you. Magaseru. That is even more disgusting. I didn't even know whether we're, we're even going to bleep that one out or not. Yeah. But, um, anyway, yeah. Uh, that is Let's basically declaring that uh, I am the fly that is sitting on your pile of peep poop. That one. Yes, feces. Beep, beep. <laughs> okay. uh, interesting. Yes, I've not heard that one. Oh, they got this one that is very gross, and it <laughs> it's really f- gross. Let's say tof kon shenakoni. Oh, we missed that one. Tof kon tu shenakoni. Yeah, you spit and we swim in it. Is uh, how <coughs> that one Mohammed is now spitting everywhere. Hold on, Mohammed, I'm gonna dive in. Keep spitting. I'm gonna I'm gonna dive in. <laughs> oh my god okay are you mama do are you okay i want to forget about i know the hind leg maneuver do you need me no don't touch me <laughs> okay and mama three two one returns to normalcy well done okay so another one is adamsa zero pi team Okay, Adam says you're a party. The thing doesn't make any sense for me because, to be honest, it's not even a sort of significance thing because, if anything, you're irritating for somebody. So if you're like, Adam says you're a party, like I'm the chewing gum underneath your feet or on your shoes. Uh, there's probably mm. variations of this. Why on earth would, like, why, you know, you're not insignificant. You're just annoying is what <laughs> you are. So I don't, I don't even know why that one would even be used. Maybe maybe that's like a, a new level of this sort of well, like... It's it like, a, like a, a chewing gum attached to the sole of your shoe is only annoying if you notice it. How well, are you most not going to notice it? <laughs> well, most, well, well, a lot of times you walk around and you got like a piece of chewing gum attached to the sole of your shoes and you don't even notice them and then they're gone and you never notice it and it's like that is I a declaration of insignificance as well i can't say that has ever happened to me i always noticed but my man i think uh, we get an indication here as to this type of uh language or ty- in these types of phrases relate more to um men i guess mm-hmm. because upon asking because uh, i asked probably equally as many uh, male female uh, mm-hmm. people and in a lot of cases, women didn't have uh, a response, or at mm-hmm. least they would only use the the sort of the the simple sort of "I'm going to sacrifice myself for you." The one that I learned that was definitely 
used only by women is the Eloi Gurbonet Beraman. Yeah. Which, which is, uh, men would never say because apparently the type of word is very, very sort of feminine. effeminate. Yeah. Yeah. So that was not the case. But, um, so, but men, more often than not, when I asked them, had uh, examples. So, mm. so uh, well, no, actually, that's true. And there is another uh, possibility because um, ladies don't talk around us or with us in a manner that they talk among themselves as well. But here we have another example from Surusha, who gives us another perspective from the view of a woman. So between females of Iran, instead of using words such as mukhlesam and chakiram, um, words like qurbunet um, beram or ishqami or qurbanat are used very more often uh, since females prefer to stay respectful while they're affectionate and uh, those first words that I mentioned are usually uh, used more between people who are really friendly and uh, mostly amongst men. So Sarusha here adds that ladies say to each other things like you're my love too. Well, of course, probably men don't say that to each other very often, or even if they do, it might be just for the sake of being funny. And uh, more to add here from Dario. It's not very common among girls to use expressions like mukhlesim or chakerim, but in general we use them and you know it's funny because when a girl says mukhlesim or chakerim, she wants to imitate boys and kind of act like them. Well, thank you again, Darya. Darya is Iranian and lives in Iran. So it's like uh, acting out or acting gangster. Well, which is an interesting point because uh, this kind of, maybe you can call it subcultural, these, these types of phrases come from a certain side of town, a sort of uh, working class or lower mm, like type commoners. of... Yeah, um, but it's interesting because when you when you sort of go to the other end of the spectrum, it's also used, but it's used in a sort of self-knowing, mocking kind of way. So you'll hear it on on the uptown uh, areas where people will say this in the sort of like how we know how that is, dodosh, mm-hmm. and they they kind of yeah. But it's not necessarily something good to hear for everyone. Uh, for example, we got a message from Pega, who is also an Iranian and lives in Iran. Let's listen to what she has got to say. I don't like those words. I don't like it when guys say those words. Usually girls don't talk like that, but like all these words that they say to each other, it makes me feel so uncomfortable and weird. Mm, I don't know why I hate it. Maybe it's because of the experiences I've had with the guys who talk like that. It reminds me of them. Thank you, Pega. So by those words, uh, she means mukhlesim, chakirim, nokarim. Yeah, the the ones that are sort of, you know, I I am insignificant compared to how mm-hmm. amazing you are. Mm-hmm. So in a sense, in, in the way that it's kind of, you know, the more uptown type of guy would use this, it's it's kind of maybe a bit like the humor of, of like Ali G, I guess, mm-hmm. who's mm-hmm. sort of using the sort of, you know, gangster style, but it's clearly not that. Not authentic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In some ways, it's probably that. So, Mohammed, I think, uh, you know, we know how this kind of works. I think uh, we can now get to a, a point where we let's create our own ones let's give it a go huh yeah you up for that let's do that mm-hmm. so uh yeah we invite our audience also to uh if they want to <laughs> i mean no doubt we'll be getting examples of ones we've missed but uh let's let's uh let's go one step further because you can find on the internet lots of different different variations of these but 
you know, how about we make some new ones? Yeah, Ask Any Iranian exclusives. Oh, yeah. So, Mohammed, let's do this. Well, would it be Ask Any Iranian originals? I don't know. Oh, okay. okay. Do you want me to go first? or uh... No, go ahead. Okay. One that I thought of would be I am the lime scale on your <laughs> kettle filaments. How about that? Is that a good one? <laughs> yeah. You like that one? I would say like Samovar, but it's kind of uh, the Iranians uh, oh. would probably only know, or the Russians would only yeah. know what that is, which is the Iranian style kettle. What you got, Mohammed? <laughs> I'm the dingleberry. <laughs> <laughs> on your bulldog's butt oh my god that was what? disgusting that's okay I got another one go ahead okay I am the <laughs> I am the uh, the curly hairs that clog up the <laughs> <laughs> I'm the curly hairs that clog up your Drain pipe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what I mean when I say curly hairs. Yeah. <laughs> because one of us here doesn't have too much hair on the head, so uh, yeah. there's definitely other hairs going yeah. down the no, down the drain. How did I do on that one? You like that? Yeah. yeah. I'm the p on the crust of your muffin. Whoa. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, like I'm 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 the crumbs collecting within the butter. <laughs> sort yeah. of butter. I don't know. I'm, I'm the I'm the crumbs collecting on your butter knife. I don't know or something like that. On the uh, butter container. Well, uh, okay. That's... I'm the ketchup on your sushi. Oh, interesting. <laughs> topical. Topical. Yes, yeah, we yeah. have recently done a show about that. <laughs> I okay. What what else have we got? What else have we got? I was thinking of ones of. Uh, the gesture variety. Like, uh, then I'm going to sacrifice myself. What am I going to do? Okay, I'm thinking, I can only think of really weird, boring ones for the for the gesture. Like, you know, compared to, like, I'm going to sacrifice m myself. This one's really boring. But, like, you know, I'll 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 stand in the bread queue for you. That's a... What? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just <laughs> thinking out loud here. I can't think of... I'm trying to think of, like, what a, what a sort of boring or inane gesture would be what I would do for someone else that I'm not going to do for someone else because oh. no one ever does this. But um, I am the fluff building up in your belly button. <laughs> it took me a <laughs> second. <laughs> that was a good one. I like this because, like, in, in you can... Those who are both Persian speakers and english speakers can mm -hmm. appreciate the uh the rhyming <laughs> the rhyming of uh nuff fluff i love that nuff fluff oh, nuff okay. fluff nuff nuff means is the belly button, button. Yeah. and fluff is the english word there so we had some listener feedback from metti about why we do this Thing, why we have this bizarre practice. Uh, thank you, Matthew, for your comments. So, Matthew helps us out by saying. About why people use these words, it's mostly um, to show their respect and show that uh, they have more importance than them. However, you can't take it uh, literal <laughs> if you want to translate it or you want to think about uh, the meaning of the word. It's really weird and maybe um, funny 
and I think most of them are for fun or to make a conversation more warm. Yeah, so thank you once again, Mehdi. So we would like to once again thank the OGs who came to us with their answers and also thank those that uh, we didn't include in the show. So let's name them all, Mohammed. They are Batolemi, Ali, Hutan, Mehdi. Also thank you, Darya, Pega, Surusha, Toktam, Sarah, Rasa, and Yegane. And also a little bit of a small thank you to the Zigma 8 team. I bothered them in the afternoon just to get some uh, sort of feedback. So uh, thank you guys for all your help. So I'm sure, Mohammed, there are a great many more that can be added. And of course, we'll welcome listener feedback there. If anyone wants to add those, they can simply go to any of our social media areas. Where would they go, Mohammed? They would definitely be able to find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and not TikTok. Not TikTok. So just add a comment below any of our posts there. If you have something that you would like to add, if you have any of those uh, phrases that we haven't mentioned in this show. Or otherwise, if you want to do things the 20th century way, send us an email to questions at askaniranian.com. But uh, more importantly, let's create new ones as okay. we did. So uh, if anyone wants to make a suggestion of a a new type of way Mm -hmm. that they are sort of less significant than somebody else or a way that they are going to put themselves out, uh, you know, go out of their way for somebody else, then, yeah, let us know. Add a comment to the previously mentioned places. So in answer to Masatoshi's question, do uh, is there a history of self-sacrifice in Iranian culture? Well, actually, we kind of need some help there because uh, and to a degree we could say yes, but uh, maybe you, the audience, can help us out. Is that actually the case? And actually something else, Mohammed, I'm curious as to whether other cultures around the world have this type of practice, these types of phrases. So let us know if you are from another nation and familiar with another culture. Is, is this the case? Do you say these things? Do you, do you want to sacrifice yourself for somebody else? Or are you going to really go out of your way for someone? Do you say that? Yeah, let us know. So once again, thank you to all those people that provided feedback for this show. We got a lot more. We asked quite a lot of people. So thank you, everyone. We couldn't include all of the comments, uh, but uh, we really appreciate them. Thank you for listening to us. So I would like to thank Batolomi for your contributions, Hutan as well, and Ali, Raso, and Yegone. Thank you to all of those people that helped me get some examples, Mohammed. Also, thank you, Mehdi, Tuktam, Darya, Hega. So, if you enjoyed the show, make sure you give us five stars on Apple Podcasts because we like five stars and not four or two or three. And we wouldn't complain if you wanted to share any of our shows. So, please do that. Add that to whatever social media platform you like to use more. Or tell a friend. Tell a friend. So thank you for listening. Chokerim, Mochlesim, Chamanatim. I wanted to once again say the uh, curly hairs. I'm the curly, <laughs> I'm the curly hairs in your plug hole. Oh. Yeah, let's not do that. Let's anyway, till the next show. Bye. Khodafis. Khodafis.